Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. I got my dog Shad in the building. We about to go over these these finals, this NBA, this second season to the NBA, all the good stuff, all the good news, everything that we got. Um, so what's going on, big dog? How you been, bro? Oh, man, I can't complain. Man, I'm pouring champagne. Parade was the day. Yeah, man. I was celebrating with Golden State, even though I'm not a Golden State fan. I just like to see the Browns fall. You're, go you're, ahead. I'm you're, ready. You're a Los Angeles Warriors <laughs> fan, then, huh? I get it. I get it. I understand, dog. I know y'all got to find something to cling on to once Kobe left. Well, either uh, Kobe left. but either way, that's, that's, neither blue, huh? that's, that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. We're going to talk about Kobe later. Um, but uh, these Appreciate finals, it. these finals, I mean, you kind of just said what happened. Uh, they brought the brooms out. Uh, they finished them off in four, and um, that's what it was. I mean, it was a not that good of a series. It was competitive a couple games, but, I uh-huh. mean, the inevitable just happened. Uh, I don't know if it was just a defeat thing. Like, well, LeBron was just like, we really just we just knew we wasn't going to win. But I think they could have made it competitive, but I guess it's like, why go more games? <laughs> <laughs> we know we're going to lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we both we both called that, though, like on, on the earlier show. The finals preview show, we both said, you know, matchup-wise, it wasn't going to be much of a series unless something, you know, tragic happened. Hey, matter of fact, I wanted to tell you about that. Remember you said it was going to take a, a serious injury or something like that for it to happen? Right. And when Clay went down in the first quarter of game one, I said, damn that L, man. <laughs> I thought it was over. I thought Clay had torn his ACL. I, I was like, God damn that L. But yeah, man, it ended up being what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I lost the whole series in one game. I never seen somebody lose a series in one game. And you know what, managed to do it. I'm going to tell you a funny story, bro. And shout out, shout out to uh, my partner, Will, right? Cause he called me after the game. Now he had to listen to the to the recap of the game because he was leaving work. He didn't see it, so he hearing the Jr. play and hearing how it went. So I said in a group message with my frat brothers, I said, um, I think this is almost as big of a mess up, or probably worse than the Chris Webber mess up. And so he called me to kind of argue that with me or whatever. So. It got kind of blown up. I ain't gonna get into the details of me and him getting his argument because it got serious. It got too serious. I'm gonna be honest, and it it got serious based on something completely outside of basketball. <laughs> but either way, really, so, I don't even know how that could even trend. Just you for know, outside of basketball, you, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about it after the show. Yeah, true that. So, uh, just so happened, he called one of my other frat brothers up just to, I guess, uh, be the mediator or to to second his opinion or whatever. And so after we kind of get into the mix and kind of calm down, I asked my other frat brother, shout out to Trey. I said, if they get swept, because Trey was saying that it's not big as the Chris Webber mess up, blah, blah, blah. I said, if they get swept, does it make it as big as the Chris Webber mess up then? After they get swept, he said, yeah, I ain't going to lie, it probably does. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> well, what do you know? <laughs> so, I'm, like, I'm like, man, bro. So, I mean, well, and it's one thing we haven't got a, a real opportunity to, to really discuss, not on wax anyway. Um, J.R. Smith, that play, we never talked about this. What was your thoughts on it when, it, when you saw it happen? It's crazy. Um, 
my second, I was sitting in the den watching a game with my mother, actually. And when he grabbed the board, my mom thought it was over, too. She jumped up and she was a LeBron fan, too, by the way. She and jumped up on the chair. And I'm like, what the, what the hell is he doing? She said, what, it's over. I'm like, the school is tied. Like, George Hill tied the game up with the first three dunks. And her face just dropped. Like, her face and LeBron's face was the same. Did you see the extended play when they both went sat down on a bench? Yeah. For, like, the two-minute period in between overtime? Yeah, I saw it. They, they, was, they was defeated already. If, you just, if we would have saw that at the end of the overtime, you'd have knew they lost. Well, they knew they lost. I'm going to be honest. I knew they lost once it happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> once it happened. Yeah. Because the funny thing is, bro, me and she was just on the phone. He had just said, J.R. Henny, J.R. Henny. I said, I said, okay. Hung up the phone. I'm on the phone. I mean, I'm sitting there watching the game. I said, no way, son. No <laughs> way. I just got, I was like, what is he doing? Like, I just started screaming. What the, what is he doing? So I'm in there tripping, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, it was a shocker to me. Like I said, I, I think I kind of expressed to me how big of a mess up I thought it was. I think it's like I say, I, it's still up there with, with Chris Webber, I, especially since they got swept. It's up there with Chris Webber. Um, yeah, I, I immediately, that's the first thing I think about. And, yeah. That was the first thing I could compare it to, basketball-wise. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, the Chris Webber play. I blame us, kind of, because if you remember, we gave J.R. Smith two segments on our uh, show. And this one, we thought J.R. couldn't get any worse. He went and pulled that shit. Well, this is the thing, bro. Like, we ain't the only ones. <laughs> we ain't right, the only correct. ones saying... What's up with Jr? Where's Jr? What Jr been doing? What happened to Jr? You know, we not the only ones. Like, I don't know if Jr listened to the show. Jr, if you want to come on the show, I know you don't listen. But if you just so happen to catch wind of this, you want to come on the show and express yourself, and you ain't got to worry about nothing. Cause don't don't nobody really listen to this other than maybe about forty or fifty people right now. You come on the show. You, you, you could you you could tell everybody how you could tell them forty fifty people how you feel, Jr. And you ain't got to worry about nothing. Everybody yeah. gonna report yeah. it. Cause right now you did you can't say nothing worse than what you did already. So uh, hell nah. <laughs> so, so, you can't make nobody any matter, bro. But but I will say this though. I will say this. Uh, some, I'm just gonna call these things out because these things that not only that I realized but other people pointed out to me. One. You know, I'm a LeBron fan, but LeBron had Steph on him. He made the pass to, to George Hill. He didn't necessarily have to make the pass to George Hill. He could have mm. probably took the shot or went attack oh, Steph. I was, I was saving that. I was saving That's Go one ahead. thing. Two, uh, George Hill missed the free throw. And three, Tyron Lue ain't called a timeout. So, it ain't all JR fault. Let's just be... Just be clear about that. It's not all JR fault. It was just a bonehead play by JR. It was a very ridiculous play by JR. But, and that's going to be highlighted. And that's how we're going to remember this series. 
Like, we're going to remember this series because of J.R. Smith. We're not going to remember LeBron had 51, 8, and 8. We're not going to remember that he averaged, what, 33, 9, and 10. We're not going to remember that. We're going to remember the fact that J.R. won the series for <laughs> J.R. won the series for the Warriors. That's going to be exactly. the thing for our generation that we're going to remember about this series. So, uh, yep, same way like the Fab Five. All well, we remember was that the last championship game because Chris Webber Right. And Duke won that championship, huh? Yeah, Duke won that championship. Duke won that championship. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, well, um, speaking of move on, let's kind of get to get off of the JR thing and the LeBron thing real quick. Finals MVP. Now we know congratulations for Kevin Durant. He did win it. Um who do you think deserved to win it? Do you think KD or Steph should have won it? somebody to say Durant got it. I do think Steph got robbed, but I don't think it's like a clear-cut rob like he couldn't have picked Durant. Like, I think he would have got robbed if they would have said, like, Draymond got the MVP. Like, that would have been like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Then. Okay. Is this a bigger robbery than the one in 15 where Iggy got it and Steph should have got it? No, it's not a bigger robbery than that. No. No. Oh, okay. Like, like Scottie okay. Pippen said, you know, the defensive stopper of Iguodala really – the defense that he put on LeBron and LeBron still averaged 40, damn near. I don't get it. I don't I don't get what he did that well to say that he was better than Steph Curry as far as his impact on the game. Because I can remember vividly they had one game where Steph – had to, he had, you know, he had Della Vadova all over him. I'm not saying Della Vadova, this, he a scrappy defender. That don't mean he a good defender. He just aggravated. So, he did this one little behind the back, lean to the, he did like a behind the back to himself, and he leaned to the side and hit this this leaning three-point, almost fell out of bounds. And it was like one of those shots where it's like, no way, no way. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> and it was a big moment of the game. And uh, I just was like, okay, this dude here, he playing. Like, he in these big moments, he's keeping his team either ahead or he bringing them back. So, I, I, I thought he just deserved it. And he almost averaged a triple-double that series. I, I ain't get it. Uh, but this series, he averaged, I think, 29, 6, and 7. I think Durant averaged 30, 11, and 6 or 7, something like that. Now, granted, Durant had better numbers. He going to get more rebounds. He a bigger uh 
bigger player, taller. You know, he's almost seven foot. He's supposed to get more rebounds than this man. But I think that when I go game for game, if you're just going game for game and who won the game for each one of them games, Durant won one game, Steph Curry won three games. Like, <laughs> like that's how I looked at it. You think, you think so? Yeah, I think Steph Curry won three games and Durant won one game. I think game three, it was clear cut. Durant made sure that he said, Y'all not gonna win this game. If y'all ain't y'all not gonna win this game. And that's what Durant did. In game one, Curry said, Y'all not gonna win this game. In game two, Curry said, Y'all not gonna win this game. Game four, Curry said, Y'all not gonna win this game. We about to win this. Curry had thirty seven in the last game. So he bought out, don't get me wrong, Durant did have a 20-point triple-double, a 21-point triple-double, and a lot of his assists went to Curry, which was showing you that he was trying to get a man the MVP. And to me, that's where it should have went. I, I look at it like Durant was saying, okay, he's deserving. But um, we're going to get into Durant a little bit later because Durant got some stuff with him. Even though he does little humble things like that, he still kind of, I don't know, he got some little waves with him, seemed like. But uh, either way. Uh, so I guess we both kind of agree that it could have went both way, either, either way. But um, you know, I think Steph should have got one. I think Steph deserves a Finals MVP. I think he's done enough to be a Finals MVP. Um, but yeah. all right, so LeBron, we kind of touched on LeBron's supporting cast, but I guess uh-huh. now it's time to touch on his physical cast uh, <laughs> that he had on his shooting hand. Uh, at the press conference, uh, what, mm-hmm. were your, what were your thoughts on that when you when you seen that? That that GL mistake was even bigger than what we thought it was. As big as we it was, he forced LeBron to go in the locker room and punch. Uh, I believe it was a blackboard, huh? Well, they, well, it was the white the white board, the one that they white board, the white board, the white yeah, board. Yeah, LeBron, but man, I. I could believe the injury. I know a lot of people were saying, oh, he's making for an excuse. I don't really think LeBron needed the excuse. I mean, people know he was out. He was overwhelmed. You know, he's going against a better team. So I don't think he had to pull a, you know, a fake brace or a fake injury out. I think it was um, just unfortunate. No matter what it was, I don't think it affected that. It would have affected the outcome of the series if he was, his hand was fine or anything because he still played well for the most part, you know. Yeah, um, like, and after after listening to some other people talk about it, I did realize at watching those games, he wasn't as aggressive from long range like how he was in previous series where he would actually take those three-point shots and and uh, he would go into the goal a lot, but he was missing a lot of layups that he would normally make. And, I, you know, just as you replay it back in your mind, you kind of think, okay, well, maybe the hand had an effect on that. Maybe it didn't. Um, but... I personally think, like, at this point in his career, like, you know, some people saying, well, he's just creating this narrative. And, and I look at it like, yeah, that's, that could be strategic. Or maybe he just don't give a damn. What y'all think? Like, I, and not y'all, me, us being part of those people. But I just don't think at this point, I mean, this man that had people talk about his children. This man that had people talk about his his old lady. They even had rumors uh-huh. that his mama was sleeping with somebody on the team with him. And people made fun of this man. For, you think that man worried about what y'all got to say about a broken hand? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just personally think that he just ain't give a damn. He was just like, man, all right, look, the series over. Y'all come tape this up. Do what y'all got to do to it. Um, right. I'm just ready to go home. Like, it's over with. I'm ready to go home. Yeah. 
Um, and I think, you know, I, I think it was just like he, he just was done. Like, I think he just was done. And that was that. You know what I'm saying? So, I agree. Um, go ahead. Actually, I agree. I, I agree. He was just, he was just fed up with it. Yeah. Like, uh, fuck it. No need to hide it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he just yeah. I just think he ain't, he didn't care anymore at that point. Hell, what he, what could he do? It, at some point, it was gonna come out that he that he hurt his hand and and all this yeah. anyway. Um, some people ridiculing him for the fact that he actually hurt his hand, like that he he risked the fact that you know he went punch something and he hurt actually hurt his hand. So like they was like he sacrificed he did that and he jeopardized the team and is that other. I'm like thinking. Y'all just said, y'all saying that this is one of the biggest mess-ups ever in NBA history. And then y'all mad at the man for being emotional about it. <laughs> he wasn't being a leader. Like, that was the dumbest. I'm like. You actually should have had more to say if he didn't care. Like, if he just walked out and be like, oh, well, fuck it. He, he messed up. Like, yeah, no. Like, like, yeah. I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't, I don't you can't make either. these people happy, though. You know that, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, hey, it's it's worth listening to because we talking about it. So, um, Correct. So, I mean, it is what it is. But something else that somebody was talking about, going back to uh, Kevin Durant, this is a quote that uh, Kevin Durant said. He said, I feel like it's easy to be the best player when you don't have good players around you. I feel like it's harder to stand out when you have great players around you. I pride myself on standing out wherever I am. I pride myself on working hard wherever I go. And I feel like these guys embrace me, and I feel like I'm a warrior. Okay. I'm gonna let you dissect that first, and then I'm gonna then I'm gonna go ahead and put these surgical gloves on and dissect this myself. Okay, okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna get into my my actual old player bag, former player bag. Now, when I was on a team full of not so talented players, I was about to call them bums, but I don't want to do that. Uh, full of not so talented players. Call them bums, though. I just want you to know that, and it's on wax. So I hope they listen to it. We're going to tag all your former we, we, we we go, We're going to edit that. We're going to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, when I used to play uh, with people that, that wasn't as talented, now, there's pros and cons to that. The pros is I have free reign. I have freedom to do what I want. I can get as many shots up as I want. Uh, I can demand a basketball in certain spots, and people are going to look for me in my spots and try to get me open. Because the game plan is built around me. But the concept is that you can get double team. People could just, because they're game planning to stop you. A team is game planning to stop just you. But you can always get your numbers like that because no one else is going to produce. So you're going to get up 25, 20 to 25, 30 shots a game, and you're still going to get your numbers. You won't be as efficient, but you'll still get your numbers. Now, on the vice versa, on the flip side of that, when you're playing with other talented players, you have to share the ball more. You're not getting 20 to 25 to 30 shots. But you're allowed to be more efficient because you get more one-on-one opportunities. The floor is more spread out. No one can key on you. So there's a lot more game plan. They're not just trying to stop you. When you play Golden State, you're not building a game plan to stop Kevin Durant. Now we play Thompson, Steph Curry, uh, Draymond Green, and whoever else is, Eagle Dollar, or whoever else comes off the bench. It, it's too much. So you're... Kevin Durant's going to get a lot more isos. He's going to get a lot more one-on-ones and his sweet spots where he can get shots up and score buckets. So I understand it. It's, it's a gift and a curse. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, 
uh, what I think is, one, I think, you know, a lot of people saying uh, it's just a shot at uh, LeBron James. I think it's not also it's just yeah. a shot at LeBron James. I think it's a shot at Russell Westbrook. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that Kevin Durant, I think Kevin Durant get in these places where he gets He gets in these places where he gets a little overly confident in himself. Now, I understand as a professional basketball athlete, professional sports sportsman, whatever it is you play, you have to have a lot of confidence, and I truly understand it. And Kevin Durant plays this humble guy role, but then he likes to play this um, I don't give a damn about nobody role, like, you know, you know, whatever. And I, I'm I'm cool with that, but pick you know be who you be who you are. And I don't know if maybe that's just who you are. You're just a two two way type person. Like you just one way sometime, another way some. I guess it's just how you are. It just seems like to me he it's hard for him to flow the same way all the time when he's speaking out about things. So I say all that to say, um, do I agree with his statement? I think it's one of them. Uh, double-edged sword type things or it's two sides to the coin kind of like what you said like I think it's easy for Kevin Durant to be good on the Warriors team but I think it's easy right. for practically any player and no matter what the range of players to be good on that team I mean because if you think about it a Draymond a player like Draymond Green stands out on that team not saying that Draymond Green is a garbage player but Draymond Green clearly isn't the best player, but we have a lot of respect for the way he plays because it's not necessarily hard for him to stand out on that team, uh, in a sense. Um, so I look at it like, yeah, it's a good thing and a bad thing. I think he like, I think it was a shot towards LeBron, and I'm like, are you friends with LeBron? Are you not friends with LeBron? Is this like a I gotta show LeBron up show? I got it, yeah. I, now that I think about it, though, and something I just thought about, and I didn't even get a chance to discuss it with you right beforehand about this topic, Harrison Barnes. Now, Harrison Barnes, would you consider him a good player? Because he was in that same exact role Kevin Durant was in a couple of years ago, and he wasn't really that good. Well, I, well, I will say this: in that system, he wasn't. A, he he, you wasn't gonna put. You wasn't gonna use Harrison Barnes like you use Kevin Durant. So. You wasn't yeah. using the well, same yeah. way, but I think he was a fit. He was effective at times. You got to think they did win a championship with Harrison Barnes, so it ain't like Harrison Barnes just was the was the 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 screw that was loose and that they couldn't win with him because they won with him. I mean, it ain't like. And I, you know I think that finals they lost though. I think he shot two for twenty that series from three. That's no, why. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not, but that's when you comparing him <laughs> to Kevin Durant. Then you saying one. You saying something. You know what I'm saying? Like, not saying if that's exactly what you're doing, but I'm saying, like, when you're no. thinking about who replaced him, you're like, okay, well, of course he's not as good as Kevin Durant. But I think when you – if say if say if you had Harrison Barnes, say if they didn't ever pick up Swaggy P, some kind of way they kept Harrison Barnes, and they had Harrison Barnes no. coming off the bench in a Swaggy P role, you don't think Harrison Barnes would be a little more efficient in that role? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, I mean, like yeah. – And, and, and I bought the Harrison Barnes part up. Because he went to Dallas on a terrible team, and now he's putting up numbers. You see what right, I'm saying? Right, so that's true. That plays into what exactly what Durant was saying. It's easy for Harrison Barnes to put these numbers up when he's playing with 
team, like Dallas. Harrison Barnes averaged 19 points per game this year. 19-6. Never averaged 19-6 in uh, Golden State. And never will. So, and then it did, so, and see, now that you're saying that, it kind of takes me into a place where, is he really talking about LeBron? Because it's like, LeBron averaged these numbers every year, no matter who his teammates are. And you're not calling Kyrie garbage. You ain't calling D-Wade garbage. You ain't calling Chris Bosh. Really, you can't really call Kevin Love garbage. He said he praised Kyrie. Like, he said in his interview how great he said oh, yeah. how hard it uh-huh. is to guard Kyrie. So, I know he's uh-huh. not just downplaying Kyrie, but it's like, wh- what are you saying? Now, with this, are you just saying it based on this year? Because, I mean. So, that, that yeah. So maybe he is really, that's really how he feel. Maybe it wasn't, you know, a yeah. shot fight at LeBron or Westbrook per se, because Westbrook, for the most part, put up good numbers on, on even when Durant was there. Not these type numbers, but he put up good numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 20 and 10 years, 20, 20, 20 and 10, a couple times. And the thing is, Durant numbers has actually fell off this these last two seasons. It's for, not fell off, but been lowered, you know, because he has to shed a ball more. But exactly, which but he's actually a more efficient player. He's a more efficient. But you you said that when you do uh-huh. have to shed a ball more, you can become more efficient. That doesn't mean exactly. you're not effective. You clearly are effective in that way. But you just you might not you might not average the thirty like you used to. You might average twenty four or twenty five. Uh-huh. So, so I mean, I mean, it, I guess it it plays. You know, it's it's got he got his ways. Um. But speaking on that, I want to ask you this. This is something that kind of plays along with this because we was thinking, we was assuming that this had something to do with LeBron, which I still kind of do. Uh, do you think Kevin Durant's motivation in basketball is just to be better than LeBron James? Like that's your single soul motivation? Yeah, like I just got uh, LeBron James. No, but I think it's, it's a big part, man, right? I think he got a picture of LeBron on the back of his door. He throw darts at that motherfucker like every other every other morning. He wake up. And say, yeah, I do. Cause I mean, every time you hear uh, you hear Kevin Durant speaking, he's always talking about being number two. Like he was number two his whole life, and people still look at him as number two. And he just can't shake, you know, that stigma. So the only thing keeping him number two right now is is LBJ. So yeah. I gotta feel like that's high on his priority list, bro. If it's not the sole reason, uh, it's just a big part. So, I guess then my next question would be to that is, if he wants to be better than LeBron James, but say LeBron James got another good two or three years left in him of the Uh number one player type status, you know what I'm saying? Like, Uh one of the top two, three best players in the world Uh type things, because he kind of separated himself a little bit more this season. Some kind of way he he found a way to kind of like say I'm still better than everybody, um, but Kevin Durant clearly is a better scorer. Not to diminish anything Kevin Durant does, it's just like, well, while LeBron James is playing, well, LeBron James has to be on like uh, uh, Kobe Bryant last two year type status, two three year type status for him to be like I'm the better player. Like when he basically. Knowing that we kind of know he kind of about to be out the door just in the next couple of years type thing. Like, when will he ever pass uh, him, I guess, is what I'm trying to figure out. Um, that is 
weird, bro. When it comes to, like, if you think about like, when Kobe actually gave the mantle to LeBron, it wasn't like, it's never really a smooth transition like, when that happens. You know, like, it's always a person either has a down year or something like that. But in, in LeBron-Kobe case, it really just was a thing of Kobe numbers are still Kobe. You know, LeBron was just starting to actually win more. You know what I'm saying? LeBron didn't start actually winning, winning, as in winning ring, until, you know, post-Kobe. Like, once Kobe got his last ring, okay, he was done. He was still putting up great numbers up until his Achilles injury. But that's when LeBron started to win. Once LeBron won his first couple championships, that's when he, you know, took the mantle as the best. So I believe that's like 2012 or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, around that time. Right. That's then it was just, right. you know. So now that Durant is winning, and if he can somehow manage to keep LeBron from winning maybe one or two more years, then, you know, people might be like, well, you know, maybe Durant is the best player in the NBA. Well, but I think it's going to be good, though, because I think down the line, if he can continue to defeat LeBron in the finals, Gonna look, people are going to look back at it like, oh, well, LeBron is such and such against Durant in the finals. Uh, Durant is such and such against LeBron in the finals. Now it helped his argument for the people that wasn't really around uh, outside. Okay, because see, then that, that makes me think, too. That makes me think, too, like, okay, well, yeah, that sounds good. To and from in twenty five years, twenty twenty five years. Oh well, KD defeated LeBron James in the finals mm-hmm. two out of three times, right? At the up mm-hmm. until this point, right? But mm-hmm. uh, were they were they evenly matched? <laughs> like, were they evenly matched yeah. in the yeah. last two? That, at that's least? a great point. Like that's a great point. So it's like but we don't uh, care about context. Yeah, like, down the line, we down don't know line. that, but. You know, right, the young the younger generation probably won't um, realize that it really wasn't a competition in either of those championships, where it's like you yeah. actually thought that LeBron team had a chance. Um, but right. so my my next question would be because we kind of going in this direction about KD's legacy. Um, some people saying that um, you know he doesn't care; he can stay with the Warriors. And, you know, he should be okay with his legacy and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, But some people also say that he needs to leave and prove that he can be that guy on a team to actually get the respect that that he's actually seems like he's longing for uh, from the media and his peers and different stuff like that. So do you think he should, if he stays in Golden State and say maybe wins another championship or two, and never leaves and just finish his career there, do you think that would be okay for his legacy, or do you think it would up his legacy to go somewhere else and win win with another supporting cast where he's actually the, the guy? Kevin Durant would be a damn fool to leave a situation. You did that to win championships, apparently. Now, I don't know if you had a goal set where I just give me a couple I'm good. I'm going to go over here and try to rebuild something new and try to get these numbers, you know, to where I want them to be. Then 
from the door, then okay. But if you went somewhere to win as many championships as possible and everything's unfolding the way you want it to unfold, to hell with what the people think. Because some people are going to call you stupid no matter what. For example, if you leave to go please the people that's mad at you because you left Oklahoma City in the first place and try to rebuild something on your own and you don't win, then I'm people like me that don't care that you left Oklahoma City is going to call you a damn fool because you should have stayed in Golden State and won your rings, which is what you wanted to do in the first place. Or if you just stay in Golden State and continue to win rings, then you still going to have the naysayers that said you shouldn't have left OKC that's going to criticize you anyway. So you're never going to please everybody. you got to do what makes Kevin Durant happy, which is why I wasn't mad at him for the OKC move in the first place because this is a grown man, and it's his career, it's his life. And LeBron opened the door for this player empowerment. Well, he opened the door for player empowerment. I I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And that's gonna be so, that's not gonna be ridiculed in the next twenty five years either. And, and it won't. And, and I'm not mad at it now. Like I actually, that's one of the things I commend LeBron for. I mean, it's not much else to commend him for. But that's one of the things I do commend it's LeBron a lot for. Man, for his bad. I'm glad. That's disrespectful. I'm glad he did that. I'm glad he did that and gave people the freedom, a choice. And then we was all celebrating it when LeBron did it. And now we're just gonna kill KD because he made the move that was best for Kevin Durant. It's crazy to me. Well, it depends on how you look at it. And the only reason I say it like uh-huh. that is because what could necessarily be best for Kevin Durant? Could Kevin Durant getting max dollars be best for Kevin Durant and still potentially winning? Uh, could uh-huh. him going to a team where he can he's guaranteed winning the championship – is that better for Kevin Kevin Durant? Maybe so. I, I'm not saying that either one of them would have been bad. Because let's say he would have got a $230, $240 million contract in Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. Would you really be mad at Kevin Durant? Is that not what's exactly. best for Kevin Durant? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, exactly. That's, to, that's, that's one of them tomato-tomato things where I can't really say, well, this is that or this is that. So I, I'm not going to get into that aspect. Competition-wise, I think it was a bad move for Kevin Durant. But I think I think that goes to show what type of person he is, what type of player is, and not to knock him or anything. But he's okay being, as I said before, he's okay being the best player on the team but not the leader or the the man on the team. And I think the way Kevin Durant is – the way he seems to be more so, you know, he likes to say, you know, he, you know, he living his best life. He not worried about what people say, but he's still always looking for like validation from the, from the masses. If enough people make enough noise say, and say, well, Kevin Durant won these championships on a stacked team where the odds were that they were going to win every year anyway. And he needs to go and play somewhere else. And have his own team, but he's actually the leader of the team. Then they're gonna. Uh-huh. He's probably gonna fold to that pressure. I think, just because he folded to the pressure, the fact that he couldn't win with with uh, Russell Westbrook, and he wasn't a man with Russell Westbrook. He needed to go somewhere where he didn't need to be the man. You know, like we all thought he was supposed to be the man, and then he wasn't the man. And it's like, okay, you not that type of person. So. That's fine, but you're too great, and you want to be too great. You want to be considered too great 
for you not to be that type of person because that don't go hand in hand. And I guess maybe this is the new superstar. Maybe Kevin Durant is the new superstar. Maybe he's the the guy that can be the best player, but not the not the best uh, as far as who is the 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 engine the, the the thing that runs that engine of, the, of that's considered a team. So I don't know. Um, I personally think he should go home or go go to Washington or go 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 link up with somebody else. I mean, I, I even I know he wouldn't want to go to like Milwaukee or nothing. But just imagine him and the Greek Greek on the same team, like different things like that. I mean, you you think that'll be great? Even if he went to say a Philadelphia or something, that'll be an amazing team. To, and it'll be like Kevin Durant would be the leader, even with a big personality like Joel Embiid or with a Greek freak or with a John Wall or something like that. I think I think that's what he needs to really solidify his what he really wants people to look at him as. Not necessarily to pass LeBron or anything like that. I think he wants people to say Kevin Durant was the man. And as good as he is, people not going to say that. I don't think. Not while LeBron I don't think. Uh, I don't think that changes. I think. It's, I think because LeBron is still playing the way LeBron's playing, people are not going to say that. But the Durant goes to Philly. Well, Durant go play on goddamn Pluto. If LeBron is still doing the shit he's doing right now, people not going to say he's the man. This just is what it is. So, so you, that's why. I think do you think I, anybody I just will? will Oh, we gonna we gonna talk about this too long because I've been in, I've been in, had another call, whole other conversation about this. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting though. I I really think I think his legacy honestly is way more interesting than than LeBron's legacy, man. Like because it's still so much in the story that we haven't uh, that hasn't unfolded yet. So it's like right. what could really happen, you know? Uh, but speaking of legacies, that's that's. Uh, no longer relevant, but seems to be want to be re- relevant. Um, Kobe Bryant uh, spoke about LeBron James, and uh, he's this was his quote: um, "If I'm Bron, you got to figure out a way to win. It's not about narrative. You want to win championships, you just got to figure it out." Phil Jackson used to say this thing to me a lot when I was doing a lot on the court. Bryant said, "He said you have to do less," and I'd say. Well, my teammates got to step up more. Phil would say, "Well, it's your responsibility to excuse me. It's your responsibility to thrust the game upon them." Kobe Bryant, uh, Savant, shot. What you <laughs> uh, that's a very that's a very deep quote because Phil was a great Phil was a great philosopher. Yeah ever read in his books, which I had the pleasure to. Um, he'll say a lot of things like that, and he'll know a di- more direct way of saying it to you, but he wants you to figure it out. So he'll say things like that, but he won't tell Kobe exactly how to go about doing it, which he may know the answer to, but he wants you to figure it out because it's going to be more effective that way. When, some, when you tell someone to do something and they do it for as where they figure out how to do it on their own, it's going to be more effective that way. So that's basically what I got from that particular part. But as far as it with LeBron goes, and I read that, I had the pleasure of reading that article that you were trying to, where they got that um, excerpt from. I really think Kobe and LeBron differs here. I really think Kobe only played the game to win championships, solely. And by any means necessary, 
he wanted to win. That's really legitimately all that matters to him. I really don't think Kobe give a damn about MVPs and because if you pay attention, he never talks about that. You never heard Kobe once say, "Yeah, he got robbed on the MVP." Uh, he did. Even he got robbed twice. He did. Oh, yeah. So, so he oh, never talks about that though. All he ever talked about is winning championships. That's it. Point blank. Period. Winning championships. Wait, he talked about Shaq behind his back too. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm just saying, like you saying, all he talked about. We're not. wants to be a part of the conversation again and i think kobe has a way i think honestly to me kobe don't have to say nothing for him to be relevant he's kobe bryant like he's kobe bean bryant kobe pause the black mamba pause again just got hit the pause before and after the black mamba bryant like uh he you know, he, he's a great player. He's going to always, he, he just won a, a Oscar. Like, I mean, bro, like, you relevant. Like, you got a whole show where you basically talk in third person about other people as if they were you. Like, you are very relevant right now, Kobe Bryant. You don't have nothing to make yourself more relevant right now. But what you like to do is, since you are relevant, and people people going to ask you things, and I, 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 can appreciate, right. I, can appreciate, I can appreciate a great player speaking upon current basketball. They have a better opinion than anybody else. They're way more qualified than my unqualified ass. I understand. But I also think that Kobe Bryant, doesn't like the fact that he's overlooked in this greatness. Because even though he only talked about championships, Kobe Bryant also talked about how he was better than Michael Jordan. He's talked about these things. So Kobe wants to be the, he wants to be known as the best player to ever play basketball, period. But he not. And since the fact that he's he not being. Not, That's cool. I agree with that. I don't think he knows that. I, I think I think I think I heard him say he retired. He retired still chasing Mike. I heard him say that, so I, I think he feels like he never caught Mike, which I, he did. I think I think, think he feels he, like that. I think he feel like he never caught him. But if you ask him, see, that's one thing. Did you do you think you ever caught Mike in accomplishment as far as in the NBA goes and being that that type of player? He might say, yeah, well, I didn't get as many rings and stuff like that. He might he might use that as a way to seem like humble Kobe Bryant. But we know Kobe Kobe Bryant got a small humble pie, a real real small humble pie that only take one bite to eat the whole damn thing. After that, after that, Kobe Bryant gonna tell you, I'm better than Michael Jordan. That's what he Kobe should. Bryant gonna tell you. That's what he should say. He should say that. As a he should say that. You better than Michael Jordan? I wouldn't expect nothing, nothing different. You better, I mean, than, you better than Michael Jordan? When I played basketball, I felt like I was going to be better than Michael Jordan. But see, self, self-awareness self is key in life. Self-awareness is key in life. You I agree. 
you knew, and one reason you you probably one thing you probably I never I I, I never physically got a chance to meet you. So I'm assuming how tall are you? How tall are you? I'm assuming you about six one, six two maybe. Yeah, six one. Uh, okay. Correct. You knew at six one that mm-hmm. it was only so much that could be with you know that you could that you could bring. You thought you could be as great as you could be. Not saying that you sold yourself short. I'm just saying you knew if you were six six. You'll be even better, right? That's all I'm trying to say. At six six, you'll be better than you was at six one, right? Correct. Okay, so self awareness is key. Just like you just said, you thought you wanted to be as good as Michael Jordan. Everybody wanted to be as good as Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant said Correct. he was better than Michael Jordan. So for him That's not to be to considered in this conversation, <laughs> where people saying, "Well, is LeBron as good as Michael Jordan?" Has LeBron caught Michael Jordan? And Kobe like, I, I, "Look, I'm I'm right here." Is he even better than me? Kobe, go sit down and do another detail, please. You passed up. You surpassed, buddy. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It happened. Not higher than five, but keep cooking. That's what Mike said. Well, go ahead. Keep cooking. But look, the thing is, the thing is, if Kobe say he better than Mike, and then Mike say Brian better than Kobe, and then everybody else say Brian better, I mean, they might say Kobe better than than Brian, but then you got Skyler Pippen who say Brian better than Kobe, and he almost as good as Mike. And Isaiah saying, "Well, Brian better than Mike, but he ain't better than Kareem." Like, who gives a damn at the end of the day? Because all these is opinions, right? Right. <laughs> so right. So at the end of the day, the mass is gonna say that LeBron better than Kobe. It's okay, Kobe Bryant. We respect I, I, you I, I somewhat disagree, on this show. We'll let, we'll, let you, we'll let you cook, but go ahead. I disagree. Go ahead. 50% of okay. us respect you fully on this show, Kobe Bryant. That's I about the same for, for LeBron. That's <laughs> And this is why this is why this works. <laughs> that's correct. That's, that's, that's entirely right. I don't believe we had this segment in our uh, plan, pre-plan for the show. What, oh, this this uh, Kobe Bryant segment? Yeah. Oh, we definitely had Kobe Bryant segment in this show. Uh, I told you I had an interesting take on it that probably a lot of people have. But either way, um, that's neither here nor there. But speaking of Kobe, and he played for the Lakers. The Lakers, great. Probably the second or third best Laker of all time. Um, we speaking of somebody who actually might go there. We talking about LeBron James now. Back to LeBron James. And his destinations, now, they saying he might end up at Philadelphia. He might end up with the Celtics. He might end up with the Spurs. He might end up with the Lakers. He might end up with the Clippers. He might end up with Houston. I mean, they got him everywhere. They ain't, nobody put on TV that he could be the player coach of Toronto. I don't know why they ain't never started that. Um, they ain't listening to our show. We need to get more, we need to get more listeners. First of all, I never agreed to that. Never agree to that. That would make him the greatest basketball player ever. It'll never happen. As long as it'll never happen, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that. So, where where you think he's gonna land, man? Um, if I was a betting man, I would bet on Houston. Although, and I don't even know if you want me to get into the nerd work. Financially, it doesn't work, and I don't even know if you want me to break down all of it possible ways that what things Houston would have to do in order to get LeBron, but they would have to resign Chris Paul and Clint Capella 
And they still have Ryan Anderson on the books at $20 million a year for the next two years. Wow. So, yeah, Eric Gordon, Trevor Ariza, all those guys, it's, it's, a, it's a mess. So they have to get a sign and trade, basically, in order for, to get LeBron over there. I don't know if that's the plan or Cleveland would even agree to sign and trade LeBron to Houston, to a place he want to go. Cleveland might feel like they just better off taking the cap space, you know, that LeBron would open up for them so they could just try to sign somebody out, right? But I don't know. That's nerd work. But I think Houston is where he'll end up some kind of way. Okay. Well, I heard, recently heard this today. Uh, well, I've, I've been hearing a lot. And to me, I like LeBron say and kind of like D-Wade say, uh, it's more about like the quality of life for him and his family and stuff like that. And which quality of life is one of them things. It's like, what? Like you make a lot of money. Quality of life. Is that really the term? How you want to term it? But either way, uh, I think it's more about, I think it's big on what, where his family is and how his family wants to live and different things like that. And I know before, um, before, like early in the season, he was looking in schools in Philadelphia for his son to play basketball and his children to go to school. And they wasn't sure, you know, what was going to happen. Um, and we're going to touch briefly on the Colangelo thing later. But, you know, Philadelphia has had different things happen, you know, with them. I personally don't see him fitting there. Uh, they, I heard somebody say something about the Celtics. Um, got a shout out, um, my frat brother, Duriel. He mentioned something to me, and it was to him going to the Lakers, which that's why I think he's going to go because uh, his son actually supposedly just got accepted. It's not been confirmed yet, but Gary Payton said that he, uh, his son, his oldest son, um, LeBron uh -huh. Jr., I believe is his name. Um, Bronny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lil, Lil yeah. He gonna he, he, uh, he committed to a high school in Cali. So he might actually end up in California. But this is a scenario that one of my partners, Duria, that's what I was just talking about. We, uh, we call him Sub. Shout out to Sub. Um, he said this, and I was like, man, if this happened, Lord have mercy. So, you know, it's clearly everybody saying it's going to be him. It's going to be LeBron and Paul George. But he said, Correct. what if the Lakers could pull off getting boogie for the discount and you have LeBron Paul George and Boogie Cousins on the same squad. I said, bruh, I never thought about that, but that's a hell of a squad. <laughs> that's a hell of a squad. That's tough, man. Ooh, what? That's tough, man. And you can essentially put that together without giving up none of the young boys. That's crazy. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm granted Boogie coming off a major injury, but him coming off a major injury, especially for the low, and then in L.A., which I don't think he'll have a problem playing in L.A. Um, you know, he kind of got, he kind of really fell in love with the people out in Sacramento, and he always still giving back to that city in different ways and stuff. So he'll be closer, um, and he kind of seemed like he kind of want to leave New Orleans, which that's unfortunate. Uh, but he don't seem like he's really happy there, so. 
that'll be a hell of a thing. But then also you hear about Kawhi and, you know, different things. I've even heard like CP3. I've heard a trade from him going to the Celtics and him, them trading Kyrie back to the Cavs and all this. I'm like. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard a couple of those. I'm like, I'm like, man, I don't know where he's going to go. But I think if this is true that his son signing, uh, going um, to a school in Cali, uh, in Los, in L.A., I think he's going to be a Laker. Now, my question to you, just like I have to ask all Lakers fans and real Chicago fans, are you rooting for LeBron James with a Lakers jersey on? Uh, I was raised by uh, my dad was a Lakers fan, which is actually how I got introduced to the Lakers at home. He always taught me root for the name on the front of the jersey and not the name on the back of the jersey. So, therefore, that being said, if LeBron was to come to L.A., hey, I got a root for him, man. I got a pull for him. Well, I'm going to be right there with you, my brother, because uh, I ain't never was taught about nah. the front of the jersey thing. Nah, oh, nah, I don't know about the back of the jersey thing. So, I'm going to go we get me a Lakers. We're not accepting no more applications, man. Uh, look, uh, we close. Man, y'all the Lakers. Y'all always taking applications. We're not accepting any more applications, man. man. In fact, I'm going to go put that on Instagram as soon as we get off this podcast. We're man. not accepting no applications. This all to you. I'm just letting you know We're- that. If LeBron, I don't care. LeBron could come, I, and I, you know I live in Thibodeau, Louisiana, very small town of Louisiana. If LeBron came play for Thibodeau High School Tigers, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of the Thibodeau High School Tigers even more because LeBron played it. Look, I'm a LeBron James fan, you know, and I, some people going to say, well, this and that. You can say whatever you want. Look, I never was taught. I never was taught what you said, not about basketball. Basketball always had that start. I, I like Michael Jordan. I used to like the Lakers uh-huh. when they were Shaq and Kobe and all them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like. Oh, okay. I did like the Lakers. I'm not saying like I was like diehard Lakers fan, but right. I like the Lakers. Uh, I like good. I like good teams, but I also like watching good players play. I like AD. I, I and whew, it's hard for me to say. I even like Steph Curry. I do. What? I like Steph Curry, but I mean, I can't root root for Steph Curry, but I do like Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry cold. Kyrie, my favorite point guard, but I like Steph Curry, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I really do. But I'm a LeBron James fan. Wherever LeBron James play, I'm 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 with him. I'm with him. I'm gonna keep my Cavs hat and my LeBron James Cavs jersey. But down burn that, bro. Then I ain't. Burn that, bro. Then I ain't I ain't doing all that. I ain't doing all that. It was a gift to me, so I ain't doing it. But either way, I'm going to go, and I'm going to go get me some Lakers for paraphernalia. Nah, bro. I'm going to ever catch you. you Nah, bro. Inflammable, bro. You going to catch me. You ain't going to burn no Lakers gift. <laughs> nah, I ain't burning no Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I got to treat that with respect. You ain't gonna burn no Lakers gear, so it's all right. Well, I have I'm some burning Lakers the Cleveland gear. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna go get me some Lakers gear if he go over there, cause that's where I think he gonna go. I know you saying Houston. I don't. I don't. I just at this point in time, I think LeBron need to be with with like people that's seasoned people and veterans. I think CP3 not durable enough. I don't know if he durable enough. Every yeah. time he get to the playoffs, he get hurt, bro. And, like, it's too consistent for me to be like, ah. 
And yeah, uh, a lot of people trying to send him to Philly too. I, I agree with you what you said. I think that's a bad fit. I think him been sending the same type of split. Not I don't want to get killed over this, <laughs> but I think they're both ball dominant players. So I don't really think that works. Like taking Vincent, taking a ball out of Vincent's hand, you have no reason to even have him on the court at that point. Well, so. in the regular season, it could work. In the playoffs. It's gonna be hard. It's yeah, gonna, it's gonna be harder, and that's what it, that's when yeah. it counts. You know what I'm saying? Because in a regular season, just I mean, if you really picture that, just picture LeBron James and Ben Simmons running the floor together. All I see is alley oops and backdoor passes, and like the entire yeah. play. Like I can see a lot of highlights, but when it comes to the yeah. playoffs and all that slow down, what you gonna do? Yep, yeah. game slows down. Ben Simmons in the corner. LeBron drives to the goal, kicks out to Ben Simmons, and he hits the side of the backboard. On a three point attempt. Yeah, see, that's what I can see happening. Yeah, and I don't even see that. I see it, it, the only way I can see them working is if LeBron cut like you gotta. He gotta kind of play like how D Wade played. Like, like that's one thing about him and D Wade. When they played together, D Wade had like great timing on cuts. Like he knew exactly mm-hmm. when to move. He wasn't gonna stand on the three point line. You know, people say, "Well, people just stand around." But if you watch that Heat team, D Wade cut, Bosh cut, Birdman cut, like a lot of them cut to the goal. Only ones that set out was Mike Miller, Battier, Ray Allen. Like you had a couple people that set out, but other people was moving at times when he was moving. So it was a little different. But you know, I I I don't see that working. I I think he go there. Paul George could create his own shot. Paul George can create for him, create for the teammate, and like like they say, if you get boogie, and then that's my I, I told my partner I was like, well, how Kawhi gonna work? And he was like, he was like, well, you put LeBron at the one, you put George at the two, and you put Kawhi at the three, and I was like, oh, yeah, that. There's no way. There's <laughs> no way. Lakers, Lakers pull that shit off. No way. David, David Stern will come back and and veto that shit. Like, nah, it's not about to go down. That'll be awesome, though, bro. Like, they'll be automatically competitive. But I think that Boogie Cousins thing, that's a sleeper thing, bro. And that's like, and that's why I had to get that credit out because I ain't come over that. That's tough. I never thought about Boogie signing for the discount, but he might be willing to do that coming out for injury. It just depends on how much he really want to win, though. That's where it comes down to. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is true. It does come down to that. But speaking of great teams, bro, just to kind of move past LeBron because we kind of got out where we where we think he's going to go, um, the Warriors, how do you see this team playing out? Uh, you got a Draymond. You got KD about to probably sign a max deal, four-year, $160 million. You got Draymond saying he's not going to sign an extension there, um, saying that basically he uh, – you know, he, he took a pay cut to get KD KD there. Uh, so uh-huh. you, how long do you see this window being open for the for the Warriors to win another championship? Um, Right now, they, they have about a one – they have one year with the band back together, for sure. Two years, uh, Clay contract is up this very this, – after this next season – and Draymond's contract is up after two years. And the reason Draymond is saying he doesn't want to sign the extension, which is worth three years, $72 million, is because of his kicker and his contract that would allow him to get a super max. But for Draymond to get that, he would have to get an MVP, 
uh, defensive player of the year or uh, all NBA team, which Draymond is capable of making uh, second, third team all NBA, you know, if he has a great season. But he doesn't want to sell himself short and sign the extension now, and then that happens, and he just lost out on $120 million. That's crazy. So if anybody with sense would deny the extension right now and let the next two seasons play out on their contract before they talk about negotiating another contract and seeing what their worth is at that point in time. Okay. So I don't think – I think he gone. Things out of here? <laughs> I think he gone. And honestly, I think why he high up, I would not be surprised if Draymond Green get traded. I would not be surprised. Um, not saying next year, but maybe the following year. Uh, toward, I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't know how they win without him. Um, again, especially the way yeah, the league is coming about. But you say get you. Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. You say you get you one more championship with him, right? And he yeah, got one more year sure. on that contract. And he like, I'm not saying he didn't already say it, two years now. I ain't I'm not extending it. So uh-huh. either I'ma give I'ma give value for you or I'ma let you opt out or you know, or I'ma you know, whatever. I think you go get value for him. Because I ain't about to pay you no two hundred and ten million and I already got Curry on the on on the books for two hundred plus and I'm about to give K D one sixty. And Clay already took the cut for me. You think Clay gonna take another cut for him? Clay already basically confirmed he's gonna take another cut. He's gonna stay on his team. He don't wanna go nowhere. So Yeah. Draymond best like best case scenario, man. Best case scenario for Golden State, you pay K D the Supermax money. You hope Clay come back for maybe uh somewhere between seventy to eighty eighty million dollars. You hope Draymond don't win M V P defensive player of the year or make an all NBA team within the next two seasons. That way he has to take an extension of three years, seventy two million. That'd be the max he can make. So that would be best case scenario and you'll be able to bring everybody back. You're still being a luxury tax, but you're willing to pay luxury tax when you're winning championships. That's what Golden State has been doing the last so hold up, bro. You mean to tell me that Draymond Green, three years, seventy-two million. That's what about twenty-four million a year, something uh-huh. like that. So he only worth twenty-four million a year in three years. That's his max right now. That's right now. So in three years, that could easily be up though if he wanted to get an extension, right? Yeah, because he, the way his contract gets right now. He has that kicker that he has to once he, he once he um activates that by making one of those uh in one of those accomplishments, then it jumps from twenty four million to thirty five million a year. Which is how he'll get the five year two hundred and uh one or two hundred and ten, I believe. I think I think he I think he worth more than twenty four million. I'm be honest. As much as I don't like Draymond Green is on on the court. Um, uh-huh. Just because he he play against LeBron, I guess more so, and he talks so much trash. Uh, but exactly why. But that's, I mean, that's as far as his money goes. I'll never be like, oh, you don't, know, you don't need to go get paid. Uh, so uh, I personally think that he's worth. I mean, because you just said something, you know, you spoke briefly on it, but hell, Ryan Anderson getting paid twenty million a year in Houston, like Draymond only worth four more million dollars than him. I, I don't. I think Draymond probably worth maybe eight or nine more million dollars than him. 
So I think if you, I think even if he was to go somewhere else and he just did say another two or three year deal, he probably could get about twenty five million easy, twenty five, twenty six million a year somewhere else. Even if he did a two three year, two like a two year deal or something like that. But I say you trade him because then that's when he valuable to you. Why not? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You want to get some back? You know. Yeah. yeah. They got rumors Golden State trying to get AD. I read that in the article right before we went on. Yeah. I heard that too. I heard they trying to get uh-huh. AD. I heard they even trying to get LeBron. <laughs> man. Moving on, man. Moving on. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I'm not I, I can't do it, bro. bro I can't do get, it. Tell me this. I saw somebody post done. this, dog. If the Warriors get LeBron, you going to stop watching basketball? I am done. With basketball, I don't want to be a sports expert anymore. I don't want basketball expert. I don't want. I don't want to do none of this anymore. I'm quitting. Putting my letter of resignation. Oh my god. Okay. I respect that. All right. So we're gonna go through a couple of little quick little things that you know we didn't kind of spoke about the bulk of everything right now for a good little while. So we're gonna just kind of go through some quick little things. Then I'm gonna get into she questions, and then I'm gonna ask you this question. I gotta ask you because I just can't believe this. Uh, uh, Colangelo stepped down. Uh, I think it was I, for me personally. I think it was a good move. I think they was gonna either fire him anyway, so he resigned. Mm-hmm. What you think? Yeah. I agree. Uh, I remember we touched on it uh, the last time. I don't believe it was the last show, but I believe it was the show before that, maybe. But we talked about it, and we both thought that he was either gonna get fired or he won't be there next year. I know we both agreed on that, and turns out, yeah. It was just a messy situation, man. Right, right. And so, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to leave it alone. Um, as a man that's about to be married, one thing mm-hmm. I will take from Colangelo is not how to talk, how not to talk about my wife. Uh, he threw his wife under a movement under the magic school bus. <laughs> 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 that bump is fizzle red. Clean over her. He did, though. He did. He panicked, bro. He panicked, man. Like, oh, like, God. You don't do that, bro. You don't sit up here and, and downplay your wife like that. I, if y'all don't no. know what we're talking about, go look it up. Like, he had his statement. Yeah. His statement. He basically just threw his wife under the bus and basically made, he didn't even have to say nothing about his wife in that regard, but he just decided right. to spill all the beans about his wife. Basically, I guess to save himself. I don't know, but that's something yeah. I would never do. Um, Take the heat off itself. Yeah. Wow. Wow, Magnolia, dog. Uh, <laughs> but speaking on some good news, Dwayne Casey got hired in Detroit. Um, I honestly think they're going to be an instant playoff team this year. I think they're going to be in a, at least a playoff team this year coming. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Blake Griffith, um, yeah. As long Blake as they're healthy. Drama. If they're healthy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they can be eventually, I think they can get up to like a Raptor status where they, you know, make that type of noise in the East. Mm-hmm. And if LeBron's going out west like you uh, predicting, then, or like we both predicting, then East wide open. Right, that's true. That's true. And speaking of LeBron, again, uh, this something you said earlier. The Cavs are willing to shop Love if LeBron leaves. Now that's that, interesting. Uh, I agree. I agree. And what you said, your point that you made when I 
told you that uh, was very interesting. You want to tell them what you yeah, said? Yeah, well, me personally, I think, what if what if Kevin Love ended up going wherever LeBron at? Because he just like, <laughs> I just I just want to go to the finals again. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. ride your coattails. That's you know what I'm saying? A I don't know. So I, that's kind of crazy, but I think it's um, I, I think it's I think Kevin Love. I mean, it depends on if they trade him, who they trading him to. You know how that's gonna work. If I know you were saying something about LeBron signing uh you know the terminology a little better than me, but basically signing. With the Cavs and then doing the trade, whatever that's called. Oh, yeah, signing trade, yeah. So that, that actually does work. So if it works to the Lakers and then you can get, you know, you can kind of trade LeBron for something or something like that. I don't know how that go, but, you know, uh-huh. if they shop uh, love. Oh, you, can, you can shop love, yep. Because the Lakers got enough cap money to actually, hey, if you're just trying to get rid of love and you don't want a trap pick or you want, or maybe a young piece. A young piece Lakers would be willing to give up to get a veteran player that LeBron was, you know, LeBron is trying to win now. And I think Lakers go full win now mode if they do, you know, land LeBron. So the Marcus Randall well, Kevin you... Love trade. So, yeah, hey, that that that'll work. Hey, right. I was about to say that'll work. Sounds good that'll to me. Work. And go ahead and throw Timothy Moskov back over there. <laughs> <laughs> What his contract was? Twenty million too, huh? Yeah. Uh huh. Draymond yep. Green. Draymond Green worth more than twenty four million, bro. I'm sorry. Stop it, man. We're not, we're not gonna do that. He definitely worth 20, more than twenty four million. But he, he, yeah, he gotta be worth more than twenty four. Moskov got the twenty million contract. Either way, uh, yesterday oh was uh, the anniversary to Jordan flu game. Uh, in the playoffs against the Jazz, am I correct? Um, correct. And he correct. put up, what, 63 in that game? I was just 38. People people really went crazy over <laughs> what, the, what game did he put up 63? That was against... Uh, you know when he put up 63? Somebody told me this. Why I feel like I was didn't lose it? Nah, that was against Boston. Okay. He put up 63 against Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh... And he well, wasn't yeah, sick? I forgot. He wasn't sick that game? Maybe he was sick that game. But I know two games he had 38 against uh, Utah. Ah, okay. But um, I believe he did put up 60. I don't know if he was sick, though. I don't know. I have to. Cause he put up 63 definitely against the Celtics, though. This is I why I'm unqualified that. right here. This is exactly why the hell I'm unqualified. Because I don't even know what I'm talking about sometimes. Uh, That's what I'm doing for. But uh, it was funny because I heard uh, Scotty Pippen talking about it. You know, they kind of went over. He he he. Uh, he's uh, one of the, the co-hosts on the Jump and uh, on ESPN. And he, you know, he was speaking about you know his experience with that. And he knew Michael was sick. And you know, some of the players didn't think he was gonna play, but he knew he was gonna play. And he knew he had to be more aggressive. And then he said, once Michael started going, he said, once he said, once we seen him, that he started going, and we just knew. Just get out of the way, give him the ball, and let him do what he do. And he said uh, he made a joke. He was like, uh, the Rachel Nichols asked him, uh, so how was Michael? You know, how was he feeling once he got back into the like into the locker room? And he was like, well, he was just fine. He got right up and he was okay. <laughs> so she was like, are you serious? Are you serious? He was like, nah, he was exhausted. He, 
Valley Walk and stuff like that. He's like, I, I don't even think he knew where he was, you know, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I thought that was interesting, but um, I mean, he'd agree the greatest, bro. He's greatest for a reason, bro. Moments like that. He's definitely the goat, bro. Um, all right, so we're going to move into these she questions. Which they, they not as, this segment. This is, this is not... Um, these are actually normal she questions tonight. Uh, favorite Thank movie you, and why? Oh, easy. White men can't jump. I, I know that sounds cheesy saying a basketball movie from a quote-unquote basketball expert, but it has white men can't jump is my favorite Movie of all time, man. Uh, why? I think Wesley Snipes. Um, uh, dope. Woody Harrelson, dope. And like, if you actually watch that game, it's really like how how it was back there. As far as going to different different hood, uh, different playgrounds. I use the politically correct term. Different playgrounds and playing with different people. You know, it, it was like that and. If you played with somebody that was white, you know, that's how the movie perceived it to be, which is how it was in real life. You wouldn't think, okay, this guy playing with a whole bunch of black kids. He's not about to be able to do what we do. Right. But that was his hustle, you know. He played college basketball. He ended up getting injured and not playing ball anymore. So his hustle was to go to these playgrounds, act dirty, and get them to put money up. And he take their money. And I just think it was a dope movie. Though. I do. I think it was a dope movie too. Uh, it's not my favorite movie, but I do like it. I think it's good for the culture. I think people should watch it. You ain't never seen it. You definitely need to go watch White Man Can't Jump. White, Black, Hispanic. Oh, uh, Rosie Perez. Oh, anyway. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, don't, don't, hey, don't. hey, man. I didn't say that. I didn't. I didn't say that. I did. Uh. uh <laughs> anyway. Uh. <laughs> Uh, next question would be, do you see yourself coaching again anytime soon? Um, it's, it's funny, uh, that question actually came up because I was actually at church, uh, Sunday and, um, the assistant pastor came and walked up to me and asked me, uh, was I interested in starting up my, uh, the church basketball team again? So I'm probably going to be doing that this summer. So any 13, 17 year old. That um, is interested in playing, that stays in the West Bank area or anywhere in the New Orleans area. Hell, I even come pick you up myself personally. Just y'all just get in contact with me. And I'd definitely be interested in getting you a tryout and putting you down. Okay, cool. I didn't know you coach, so that's pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah, 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 I coach, definitely. used to coach AAU in Atlanta, as a matter of fact, but that was before I moved back to New Orleans. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, yeah, you got a little more experience than what I knew. Save it for different episodes. I, I, I get it. I understand. I understand. <laughs> uh, all right, and this is the last thing he said. Uh, who is your favorite superhero and why? Oh, man. Uh, I'm with Captain America, guy. Oh, it's, so, it's so cheesy because oh, all the uh, wow, other things going, going on in America. Save this question. <laughs> Yeah, uh, nah, we about to leak this real quick because I don't even feel comfortable telling you that Captain America is my favorite superhero. Captain we definitely America? Is. Okay, bro, we not doing that. We, we, we not doing that, bro. 
We're not doing that. Um, uh, Black I think Panther it's just, came out in February. This man said Captain America in May. No, June. Because, listen, I wasn't really in tune with Black Panther. Like, I wasn't really in tune. I knew Black Panther always was a, a superhero. Like, I, I briefly saw it in, like, comic books or whatever. <clears throat> but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a Black Panther fan. I didn't know anything about it. So, you know, it was just kind of like... Everybody got behind the movie Black Panther, but you know, I, I didn't think he was dope until I actually saw the movie. You can't become my superhero of one movie. That was two months ago. No, it doesn't work that way. Me and Captain America got years in this man, decades. Just captain around. Big Captain, big Captain. Brief, and then got offended when I said something about Black Panther <laughs> and explained how Black Panther just came out with a movie and I, no I way. No way. Black Panther, first off, the Black Panther done been in three movies. <laughs> he done been in three movies. He done been in three movies that I've seen, at least. So, He's in two, in two Cap movies, as a matter of fact. But yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Well, he was in one Cap mm-hmm. movie, for sure. I know. I don't remember the second. What other movie? Yeah, he was in uh, Civil War. And I believe he was in Winter Soldier, if I'm not mistaken. No, nah, I think that was just uh, the other dude, War Machine. Either way, you could yeah, have said War Machine. War Machine is nobody's favorite. So if you tell me your favorite superhero is War Machine, you're lying. I don't believe that. Man, this man could have said somebody. Anyway, bro, look. Captain, my son liked Captain America until he seen Black Panther. You know who he like now? Black Panther. What we was watching before I called you? Black Panther. You know what my son was watching? Black Panther. That's funny that you said because you really did tell me that when you called me. That, that you was watching Black Panther. Exactly. Okay. Like, you know, we in here, we in here do the... That's We do all that. Up in here, you know what I'm saying? No, you ain't slick. Let me tell you what you're trying to do right now. All this day is coming up. Now all of a sudden you're in the house watching Black Panther with your son. You're not slick, Errol. I'm warning you. I see what you're trying to do. Trying to get some sympathy, listen to this. I get, you know what? I'm, I'm done with you. I'm done with this. I'm really done with you. You're not done. You're not done until you answer me this question. Now, I know we talk a lot of basketball, bro. Talk a lot of basketball, bro. A lot. Let me sit down. Let me sit down. I know we do, dog, and I appreciate the time that you and the effort that you put into talking basketball with me. But now I got to ask you a football question. Why Uh-oh. are you still uh, a Colts fan? Man, what you mean, man? <laughs> Why are you still a Colts fan? Yeah, now I can Wait. understand because I'll be, I like Peyton Manning myself. Don't get me wrong. I did like, I like Peyton Manning. Uh-huh. But after they, after Peyton Manning was gone, he, I mean, you had Andrew Luck, but you, 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 you had Andrew Luck. Hey, hey, don't. Why? I, I can ask you the same question. Aren't you a Cowboys fan? Man, that's America's team, bro. You cap first, Captain hey. America. Captain America. You sound, just, you sound like Captain America. But you know, I ain't going to deflect the question. Yes, I'm still a coach. I'm always... What I told you, I was taught from a younger. Root for the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back so, of the jersey. Were you a Colts fan when Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback? Harbaugh was quarterback. Yes, sir. I definitely was. Wow. Yes, I've been a Colts fan. <laughs> and Damn. it's, it's Why did you crazy, like man. <laughs> 
I was just a coach fan, bro. Like, I was a kid, you know. When you pick a team as a kid, you don't really, you know, you don't have certain. What I'm trying to understand is what intrigued you to even watch the Colts then? Um, more than likely, I probably saw him. It had to be, let me see, Peyton was drafted in what, 98, I believe? Right. If I'm not mistaken, I believe. Run that time. Yeah, I believe so Payne was drafted. What? 10 or 11? I was 10, yeah, 10. So you had sense for at least six years. You, yeah. had, you had sense for six years, and you picked the Colts. Them six years of yeah. sense you had, you picked the Colts. Yeah, what? but I mean, I liked it. I liked them maybe about two years before Payton got there. So maybe like nine, 96, and I was like 9, 10 years old. That's when I became a, a coach fan. I like the Jim Harbaugh, though. Jim I think they're a good coach now. I think he's a damn good coach now. I, uh, you don't think I, he's a good coach? We gotta get on this when we get into college football. I'm gonna have to break. I'm, I'm gonna have to break college, it down. College football wise, no, he's not a damn good coach. I don't think he's a damn good coach. College football wise, I think in the pros he was a I damn mean, good coach. He haven't had long enough yet to, to really deal with Michigan, thing. right? What? How long he's been there? What? This, this three years? Four years? Three years? Four years? But this is second stint as a college coach. Oh, no, it was good at Stanford. Oh, no, we're not doing he that. He didn't do nothing. That's why we're you not like, doing that. That's why you, that's we're another reason you still like, that's why you're going to defend Andrew Luck. Because they, they oh, basically yeah, blame yeah. Brady for losing in that blowout because he had inflated footballs, but it didn't matter because they got blown out anyway. What I'm saying is, bro, you got to understand. Before, but we getting off subject. When they had Jim Harbaugh, though, who was the running back for that Marshall, team? Do you remember? Ball. And where is he from? New Orleans. Thank you, bro. Nah, nah. See, you ain't. You, Thank you. It took you. It took you three minutes into this question for you to bring up Marshall Fall. See, you supposed because to say that Jim from the Harbaugh, beginning. The, the quarterback <laughs> always. I, I liked Jim Harbaugh. I did. I liked Jim Harbaugh. So, so that's what. What I was getting to. Everything else, but then you know we kind of got stuck at Jim Harbaugh. But yeah, Marshall Fall. He's from the crib, man. I believe Marshall Fall came in ninety five, ninety four, ninety four, ninety five. I believe. Bro. Yeah. Shout out to Carver. Josh Watts to Carver. Shout out to, uh, yeah, Marshall Falk. I just can't believe you really been a Colts fan that long. I, I respect the fact that you've been a Colts fan that long because you don't find yeah. many people that's dedicated to one team in football or any any sport, really. Uh, but. In the long run, losing to the Saints in the Super Bowl is the most difficult time in my sports life. Well, you know what? I understand. I understand because okay. you know why people don't just Saints just Saints fans just don't like if the Saints lose and the Cowboys lose the Saints fans celebrate. That's crazy to me. Like that that's crazy to me. I don't even care. I like that. May we'll get into why I don't like the Saints another day. Uh, yeah, we'll get into why I don't like the Saints another day. <laughs> well, yeah, we definitely will. But uh, either way. I just couldn't believe you're a Colts fan, but honestly, the Captain America favorite superhero thing just took the cake. Right. We're bad. not going to be breaking me down every episode, but that's what's not going to happen, man. We're not about to break me down every episode. I curse sheet out after every podcast, bro. In the time that we live in, you got the nerve. I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going to play that card on the Captain America. Captain America is your favorite. You, Boy. you said the Cowboys is your favorite team because there's America's football. Come on. 
How many troubled black men Jerry Jones got off the street? All right now. Get, get out of here. But I'm going to say this, too. I'm going to say this, too, because I'm, I'm kind of I'm hypocritical when it comes to Jerry Jones. We're going to win a championship once he dies. So, so we well. need to go ahead and kick that bucket. But, uh, when y'all last one was? 90 what? A long time ago. Okay. We don't need to talk about when, it, when the last one was. We need to talk about how many it is, like you talk about with Kobe. Okay, either way. In the sense, that don't matter. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Either, either way. Uh, <laughs> so, either way, dog. But look, bro. Uh, the time we live in, you pick. And I'm playing. <laughs> I was about to say, we're not doing that, L. I was about to say, nah, we're not doing that. We're not doing it. My phone's about to disconnect, man. But no, man, like I said, bro, I really appreciate it, bro. Uh, I think this was a good, a good, really good episode. I think we got a lot of stuff covered and uh, a lot of in-depth stuff, uh, a lot of good stuff. So, and uh, I appreciate it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Next time I ask Anytime, you what your favorite superhero is, I'm going to ask you in the month of February. And we're going to see how much the answer changed. If it changed at all. Uh, <laughs> boy, this man is something else. Uh, hey, man, I want to see if you watch Black Panther with your son on uh, any other week besides Father's Day week. <laughs> man, that's what I want to know. Man, okay. That's what I want to know. I'm telling we are we up in here. We 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 quote Black Panther up in here. So, I get that Father of the Year award. I see you, though, bro. Black Panther, my favorite superhero at this point in my life. Until another super black man come out of nowhere and be a superhero too. And Why that, you that's better. Die, die uh, ain't that one machine? Yeah, that's my sec- that's my second favorite uh, superhero. And then, and then the Hulk is my third favorite because he green. He basically black in the outcast too. So thank y'all for uh, listening. <laughs> I'm about to close the goddamn podcast today. <laughs> I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. And then, uh, what his name is? Uh, Black Lightning? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. And Luke Cage. Man. Good day, y'all. Good day, y'all. Y'all be blessed, man. We really appreciate y'all listening. Make sure y'all tune in for for all our following episodes. Oh, and we do have a Father's Day special episode. We're going to be posting this Sunday, too. So y'all make sure y'all tune in for that as well. Y'all be blessed.